Hello and welcome to the crazy world of Absolute Bedlam podcast. My name is Ben and I interview people from all around the world, from all walks of life, about interesting topics such as being an actor, musician, personal trainer, video game developer, you name it, I've probably had a chat with them. So my main background is music but I'm looking to get basically anyone from YouTube, Twitch, you name it, put them in touch with me and I'll have a chat, like I say. Um, Recently done a flurry of veteran episodes, so if you want to check that out, that's a slightly different thing called Tales from the Trenches with my friend and editor, John Belfield. But enough of that, I'm here to just introduce the episodes and just say, if anyone wants to help me out by donating to Kofi, which is a donation service which is available at www.kofi, which is ko-fi.com forward slash Absolute Bedlam Podcast. If you go to that website, you'll be able to donate a minimum of £3 to me. You can donate what you want and you can also set recurring payments, but I don't, you know, if you want to, then that's fair enough. But, you know, just do what you can, if you can, that sort of thing. Um, donations really, really help me out because this takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of energy, especially when I'm sorting out US people to podcast with and interview, etc. So every little helps really, really genuinely. It means I can really put some time into this and really like make it as good as I can possibly get. Um, I'm currently on the lookout for a webcam, as I've mentioned several times now, um, and that's a £70 product. So all of the donations that come from this Ko-Fi, Ko-Fi, will go towards that £70 webcam. Um, I don't like asking people for money, but if you're enjoying the episodes, say you've listened to more than two or three episodes the whole way through and you're enjoying it and you like what you hear, then a donation would massively be appreciated. Um, right, I'm going to stop waffling and I'm going to let you enjoy the episode. But yeah, cheers guys, keep it bedlam, and I'll speak to you all soon. Take care, bye. Good evening, and welcome to Absolute Bedlam podcast, showing no signs of stopping once again off the back of the Billy Sheehan episode, because I'm skint, and I need something to do. (laughs) So, tonight on the show, I have my favourite Twitch streamer of all time because I've been watching Twitch for about two and a half years um so I've gone and got Chris Purchase aka Papa Glitch on the podcast and I think we might have booked this in October but my schedule has been fucking nuts it was a long time ago yeah so Papa Glitch is a variety PG Twitch streamer so children is a bit No, it's it's a mature streamer. It's not PG. (laughs) I'm PG. It's... (laughs) (laughs) And as you can probably tell, Chris has, if you watch his streams, which I highly recommend you do, he's clearly lost the fucking plot. And (laughs) I am here for it because I think the way that you interact with your chat and the way that you almost derail yourself sometimes... Like someone will put in the chat, like I ate broccoli earlier, and you'll just go into like full on like I fucking ate broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> well, it. I used to. I love it now. Seasoning's yeah. the key. That's you need it. to put salt and pepper on it. Sorry, yeah, That's soy right. sauce as well. There we just go. saying. <laughs> so yeah, welcome, 
Papaglitch to Absolute Bethan. How has your me. day been? It's been all right. It's been a bit. We've streamed. You mm-hmm. you were there for some of it. We I did was. our two hours. Started again at midday. It's bank holiday now. Yeah. We're recording on a bank holiday. It's very quiet. Went out. Yeah. Stood in a post office queue for forty five minutes uh, to send a Game Boy game to someone. That it's all the all the fun of the fair. Cooked dinner at a yeah. at a six k walk. Those kind of things. It's been a good day. It's been How many a good steps day. have I done today? 12,473. Oh, you've doubled me because I'm at 6,007. So yeah. that's great. Well, where my, did you go, Ben? Where did you me and my girlfriend from? went on a bit of a coastal walk. And nice. I'm a bit of a sucker for a plan, as you can probably tell. I'm quite organized. Have a plan. Have a plan. And sometimes I just want to throw my toys out the pram and say, fuck it, let's just walk and just see where we end up. It's a good um, idea. Providing I've got my bottle of water with me. You know, yeah, sky's the limit. Hopefully they don't so end up in the Nevada desert. This is what happens, by the way, listeners and watchers. Uh, we're both clutching bottles of water. When you hit a certain age, it's 30, <laughs> you immediately have a bottle. You, you don't know where it came from. Yeah. And as you get, as you hurtle towards 40, which is what I am this year, you will gather more and more until you find your best bottle. And that's that's when yeah. you know you've peaked and, and the end is near. Absolutely. So that's a sign i mean this is a harbinger of death you can see i've even got like a little dent this means that i'm towards the end now is that i found my best favorite bottle which means i've got like a year left most yeah yeah yeah. that's this is hurtling towards the void now (laughs) fantastic (laughs) so yeah i'm all all walked out so uh i'm a bit tired to be completely honest but we will Mm. prevail because what does yours do mine's Mine, I think of like my mum. So like my wife's got one that says, you did your steps. Like you've got a set amount, whatever yeah. your set amount is. And it goes, you did your steps. Congratulations. Hers is like, Woo! well done. Go and take a rest. <laughs> mine says, if I hit my steps, which are 10,000 for the day, so I'm yeah. going to go out after this. Yeah. Um, mine says, good start. And I'm like, fuck you good start have you got the <laughs> thanks the patronizing, mom the patronizing yeah. watch the patronizing well, update yeah i got an a oh well it could have been an a star I, you did what you asked <laughs> mine just vibrates and says ten thousand steps and then shortly afterwards especially when i'm jogging it immediately says six miles achieved that's nice but mine's that quite nice? a cheap sort of my girlfriend's got an apple watch and it tells her what fucking blood type she has what pets she's owned and what her mother's maiden name is and it's all a bit unnecessary in my opinion but um apple watches creep me out yeah they creep they they can you know they can call the do you know they can call the police if you emergency mode or whatever yeah Yeah, i just that scares i mean it's a great idea but the same type scares imagine if you did it by accident Mm. imagine you're having a wank and it goes off imagine having to call them no it went sorry no i was just the vinegar stroke and someone bangs on the door oh one minute it's just not like you don't want that that's that's too much i like mine yeah. mine's quite i got like a little i got this couple when i got into running um i uh got this because I, I i ended up doing a half marathon in the end um yeah. i went i was 26 stone and i thought i've got to do something about this mm. uh, so i ran from it um i got this and this is like a samsung one and it's good because when you're wearing earphones it vibrates in the air and it goes you have done one kilometer and it's really <laughs> motivating whereas before it used to do it out loud and i didn't like that because it used to, it's updated its firmware it used to be running along and then it would shout at people as you pass them you yeah. have done one kilometer it's like having a little herald with yeah. you like a little squire boop, boop, boop. chris has done <laughs> 6k as you run past families and they'd be like fuck off and nice. that's uh 
I like I, I do like I did like that, but I prefer it in my ear now. But yeah, yeah. I don't I, an Apple Watch creeps me out. I do not want to accidentally set it mm. off. You know, you put up a picture, they come, you don't hear them because you're back. How long have you been doing it? I don't know. Putting it on the wall. They they come around, they're like, what's going on? That's just they've got better things to do than your Apple Watch. Yeah, absolutely. They've got better things to do than rescue absolutely. your Absolutely. There we yeah. go. If there's one thing we've learned in the first seven minutes of this, it's take your Apple Watch off before you have a wank. Take your Apple Watch off before anything. anything. Only, only, <laughs> have it, put it in a box <laughs> under your bed, sealed with concrete, poured over it because it knows one day it'll wake up. You'll be asleep. And it, it, do you know what? When you're asleep, I reckon it's there going, buy Apple products, just whispering. You're lying on it and it's like, but you need a new iPhone. Yeah. That's what it does. You know, yeah, it yeah. does that. Bury it. We sell a lifestyle here at Apple Corp and we want you to be part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Cool away. Just like things like that in your ear. That's Weird it. shit. Fuck yeah. Android. Fuck them. <laughs> it is it. a cult. There we go. Right. So let's start at the beginning. So, Chris, what were you like at school? I was very different at school, mate. Uh, I was... Um, I was quite quiet, a bit of a recluse, very much into my uh, like geeky stuff. I liked Power Rangers, mm-hmm. big fan. I was bullied a lot at school, uh, which was weird for someone as big as I am now. Um, but then I wasn't as big. I was quite short when I, I was tall. Like I hit a point, so I was like short for ages, and then I was tall after about seven, and then I like started twelve. I hit six two. Or I was thirteen. I was six two, and then that was it. <laughs> was it forever yeah. but i thought oh, that's probably enough uh no one needs to be that but I, yeah i was good I, I was i was good at school um but i didn't see the point of it that yeah. was that was my problem so i'd get like i went to a i went to a normal school i got bullied a lot for being fat and my brother got bullied a lot we both went to the same school um and we got bullied a lot for being fat we hated it i he went to a normal secondary i went to like one of those special gifted children ones the grammar school i had to do a test to get in and stuff and um quite frankly i didn't see the point <laughs> i was like this is I, a, I just feel like i'm being pushed harder for no reason sorry you can hear my chair going i'll stop yeah that's all right um sorry. uh yeah I, I quite frankly it was it was pointless um mm. but I, I went to this school i was told i was going to be like i was a, a genius and i was gonna get a's i didn't i got one b eight c's and a d uh i still remember that um but i did get to go on robot wars so obviously that's that's the most important thing about school. Yeah, no, I was a recluse. I was like studious and liked reading a lot. I used to read four or five books a week and stuff like that. And mm. I was obviously undiagnosed ADHD and I knew all of the words to all of the scripts for Red Dwarf, but I couldn't tell you anything about physics. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. was actually physics I was good at. It was biology it was a problem. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, uh, that is what's good. I was... I ended up becoming, I went to, so I went to that school and then in sixth form, I went to like a different Church of England school uh, yep. because I didn't get the grades to go into the special school sixth form. And um, in there, I ended up wearing a lot of makeup. That's what I did. Wore nail polish, trainers when I wasn't supposed to. I had the nickname Ingrow because I told everyone I had an Ingrown toenail so I could wear a trainers. I wore a green suit to school because I thought it was cool. Um, had a, had a, had a, had a haircut that looked like I'd never had a haircut before. Um, or the last time I had it was the 14th century. Uh, it was good. We had, yeah. had geeky friends. That was it. Got Ended up drinking a lot, like, as you did. I mean, I don't know how old you are, Ben, but it used to be when I was younger that drinking was a thing you did from the age of 15, 14. Yeah. I don't encourage that. Yeah. 
I'm 32 and I can definitely relate to that towards the end of my secondary school. Yeah. Um, there's a place in Weymouth called the Rodwell Trail, which is this yeah. massive like path that used to be a bridal way that you could put your horses on. Right. And down there, there was a couple of places. There was one called Two Post, and it was literally two posts at the edge of the beach. And you'd yeah. go there and get annihilated. And sometimes it got a bit crazy because there were boats like upturned. Right. People would try and set fire to them. So I had to explain to a bunch of pissed up people because I'm quite sensible. I've always been very sensible my entire life. Never smoked, very rarely drink, never done drugs, nothing like that. Um, I had to explain to a load of pissed up people that if you set fire to something that contains fiberglass, there's a very high chance it might come back in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be breathing that forever, mate. That's what that is. Have you ever wanted to see what would happen if your lungs had gone to a cheese grater? That's Mm. that's what it is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm the same as you. I I used to drink heavily. Uh, yeah. I gave it up three years ago, but I used to drink because as as a comedian, you do you you're in yeah. records and stuff. Like that. Mm. But as a kid, I did we did drink, but I never did drugs. It wasn't mm. that? I, I think I tried it. I tried weed a couple of times. That is how many times I tried it. Listen to that. I tried the weed. Uh, <laughs> I can even remember the time I tried it, but I, well, it's never been my thing. And I think again, it was because I, 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 you'll know from the streams, but the yeah. audience though, is that I was undiagnosed ADHD. So until when I found out last year. Um, so then like when I try it, it was, it didn't do the things everyone said would it would do. And I was like, Oh, well, I guess, I guess that doesn't work. Then I guess there's something, I guess I'm immune is like, I'm immune to weed. Mm. Uh, but no, just, just, just brain, different brain. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. They, it, it, it was uh, not my thing, but yeah, same. Then I went to university, did, did yeah. a uni degree in psychology, ended up dropping out halfway through. Cause, uh, cause, I was going to be a dad. So that was my, and I, well, I was at uni, uh, I got, I had two jobs. I was working at Games Workshop and I was selling credit cards at the same time, not dodgy ones, just like, but for Citibank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like real ones. So yeah, that was, that was my school. Yeah. Boring. Awesome. So now we're going to move on to the first time that I popped into your streams and I, I've been racking my brains hard today and I don't have a fucking clue where I found you, but I'm so glad I did. Day. And I remember specifically, you might remember this, pointing out the fact that you were streaming with a Calyx draw unit from Ikea behind you. Yeah, it's just here. And I said to you, you have a cool Calyx unit because it had all your sort of Dungeons and Dragons, multi-sided die, and it had a sort of neon light that would stream this like word of the day or it would have like a sentence. Oh, that was... That was these. Yeah, that was the glasses. Yeah. I still wear them every now and then on, yeah, on yeah. stream. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, absolute bed lamp podcast. I've no fucking idea what a Calyx unit is. Please explain to me. <laughs> yeah. What's and that? That was a weird moment because I'm used to watching people like Ninja, Dr. Disrespect, like massive streamers. And yeah. you just see this chat just going fucking mad. And there's no yeah. way that anyone will be able to read anything that oh, anyone writes. Yeah exactly and i felt like i was actually having a conversation with you and that's basically the reason that i've been sticking around is because you'll always oh. like when i start on you know i start watching you i host you nearly every time you're online thank you, you it doesn't tell me you know anymore no, it yeah tell me it's broken, but I, I don't know so and sometimes it will go yeah. this person's hosting and then sometimes mm-hmm. it'll say it won't tell me anything it won't tell me anything and, Sorry, uh, tell that's all right like on clockwork you go hey bedlam <laughs> i try to greet everyone the thing is right so my years of being obviously i've been a stand-up comedian for 13 years yeah but you 
MC, when you MC, people come into the room, you say hello, or you greet them, but also I just polite. I don't get it. Like you yeah. say, you see those streamers, it's like, and you're like, yeah. why are you doing this? Why don't you just do it somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Why do you even have your chat turned on? Yeah. When all that is is just like data, just like yeah. you can't possibly read that. There's nothing good can come of what's happening. In that. Yeah, no yeah. one's answering anyone. No one's responding to anyone. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. like with small streamers like me, you got what we we get like a maximum of 20, 25 usually around the 15 mm. uh in the daytime um and it's we used to get more but obviously everyone's gone back to to work um and now it's just like a little ch- conversation we do some fun mm. stuff we have a little we have a chat i try to keep up with it you mm. want to see you want to be like oh yeah that person said something interesting let's make mm. sure we acknowledge that obviously if someone's being a knobhead we mm. ignore them mm. or and the mods kick them out but yeah, yeah. them out. But yeah. if if they're not, if people are being nice, or it sometimes there's a big language barrier on Twitch because mm. it's international, you know that someone's not trying to be an obed. They're just mm. French, or out, they don't have like the they don't have that's English isn't their first language. I don't know why yeah. I went French. It's because we had it Sorry. today. Yeah, where yeah. I was talking in French today on stream. It's the yeah. only language I can converse in on stream. I'm learning Spanish at the moment, so right. that's I'm learning Spanish. I've got to top up my French. And then I'm going to be learning uh, Cantonese. So I'm trying to learn. I want five by the time I'm 45. Okay. So I've, got, I've got two. Mm. So, but Cantonese takes two years, apparently. So I've got a rush okay. Spanish. <laughs> so I'm going to Spain in two weeks. Uh-huh. I'm doing my little Pokemon Go holiday that I mentioned to you. And you oh, were yeah, like, yeah, that's so cool. Fucking coolest thing ever. <laughs> that's so cool. Just going on a holiday for Pokemon Go. That tells me that you don't have children. That's what that says is you're like, yeah, I'm going to just do a whimsical holiday to play Pokemon Go. And I'm like, do you know what I have to do to play Pokemon Go? I have to walk around car parks. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen your comedy sketch. Go check that out, everyone. That's hilarious on YouTube. Oh, but that's no, true though. <laughs> so yeah. Go to like a weird field in near my house. You can't. I, I, that would cost so much. So where are you going in Spain? Where's this? Seville. Seville. Okay. It's so a it's massive a event. It's um. Yeah. We me about three years ago now when we could actually go places. Imagine that. Um, oh, we went to right. Dortmund, and that was West called Dortmund. Pokemon Go Fest. That's in Germany. Right. And okay. Honestly, I I was quite scared because there was a lot of people there and when right. pokemon go fest ended it yeah. honestly felt like dortmund had been invaded yeah there i can imagine thousands of people descending on dortmund yeah they all had their phones out because i always think of pokemon go as like the most anti-social social game ever created <laughs> it, is, it is and there's I love people it. in these like little sort of huddles all doing yeah. raids yeah yeah the legendary raid you need to do like seven or eight people to take this massive boss down like a legendary pokemon yeah there was just like it felt like covid had become like personified oh what <laughs> was like, like groups clouds of people like yeah. stay away from the clouds of people don't touch them but, don't yeah. breathe them in it was good though yeah. i enjoyed it i see them here because yeah. we live in a touristy town and they come up here in groups and they do like on Saturdays and Sundays and you see them wandering around it's brilliant where well, they're all wandering yeah. around with their battery packs and you're like that's yeah. definitely a Pokemon Go group yeah, yeah. and then they'll stop outside the building I know is a gym yeah. and I'll be like yes they, I was right I yeah. was right because I'm I'm a geek but my wife isn't mm. really a geek 
Mm. So I'll be like, they're Pokemon Goers. And she's yeah. like, yeah, but they're, I can tell without knowing anything about it that they are. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I know. And everyone's wearing like Pokemon tops. Yeah, and it's, yeah. you know, and, and I'm like, yeah, I know that you know, but at the same time, isn't it lovely? They're out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's not expensive. It's not expensive yeah. for me unless you fly to Seville or Dortmund. Yeah. Then it's an expensive of it. That's how they've made it expensive is travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've combined the two thing geeks. That, that Who knew? That was what geeks wanted. They Pokemon. <laughs> and travel that was the one thing no one had thought they want to get yep. them out of the house so once th- you did the thing pokemon go did the thing parents of geeks have been trying to do forever mm. ever since they invented geekery i don't know when mm. that was by john geek in 1926 yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah sounds real i just love the fact that niantic have got together in this massive boardroom and they've got this venn diagram of like pokemon walking socializing going outside and getting on a yeah. plane yeah, and at some point there was an intersection, and they went. Yeah, yeah, that's because um there was one in Liverpool, but it got cancelled because it was a week before like lockdown and everything. Yeah. I feel like everyone was about to do something when lockdown happened. Yeah, yeah, I had two gigs. I, I like I was our gigs were like dropping off as a comic, and I had literally got two shows in my own hometown mm. that I'd booked. And like one of them I thought was going to go ahead with the Friday one. And then the the Tuesday dropped off and I was like, God damn it. And then the Friday dropped off. And actually what happened first was all the performers dropped out of it. And then we were, it was like the Thursday I was panicking. So I was trying to rebook it and no one wanted to travel um, because we didn't have lockdown. And then they were like, it's going to, it's going to lock down. And then, and then we had cancel event, but yeah, we're still like fulfilling Mm. shows from there. So things people are paid for, that we had, like we got one on Friday that we'd yeah. already sorted and we've had to rebook it several times and we're fulfilling them like I'm running out the diary. So it's yeah. it's crazy how many, or wild, I should say, how, how many of these are Madness. still happening. So there we go. Right, next question. And you can palm this one off as you're just being silly. No. Is you strike me as someone kind of like myself in terms of that you come across on stream and on zoom and in a virtual world as very very self-confident and i want to know where that comes from if you agree with it and it's fair enough if you don't agree with it i it comes from having no filter and i can tell you that i'm i i I never really think i've got so i've got a problem because i don't because confidence and self-esteem are two different things. Yeah. So I am quite confident, but have very low self-esteem. So I that's always been my, you probably just heard of my bike driving past. It's lovely. Sorry. Uh, that, that wasn't me fighting. I just wanted to clear it up. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm confident. I just don't care. Like, I don't really, it's not really mm. about confidence. It's about uh, not being bothered. Like me talking to someone is, is fine. I used, to, I used to do it all the time, chat to mm. people in McDonald's, mm. chat to people in a shop. Uh, yeah, I think, that's what I mean. It's it, people say confident. I say just not bothered. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not that worried about having a chat. And yeah, yeah. Also, I, I, I don't know when to stop. <laughs> that's my key. Yeah. No. I think. Yeah. Would you say that's confident? What would you say the key tenets of confidence are? What would you I say? Mean the ability to have a conversation with anyone is absolute top of the mountain but also the ability to relate the conversation back to the person that you're talking to. So if they're obsessed with Dungeons and Dragons or Minecraft and you just talk to them about leasing a car on 0% APR finance, they're probably going to switch off and be like, yeah, Yeah. go over here and speak to the other Dungeons and Dragonites. Whereas you can tailor and you can assimilate 
if that's the yeah. word to yeah, I'd, that person. I, so I've been told my, my wife is the exact like opposite to me. I'm, I'm an extrovert, mm. she's an introvert. Mm. And I have been by her, she was like, this is a valuable skill and most people don't have it. And yeah. I was like, I don't see it as a skill because it comes very naturally to me. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I, I can talk to anyone. Yeah. Not, the thing is, everyone's, it's always a bit, you have to be careful who you talk to because I've got into some trouble on trains and shit from just having a chat. Hey, hey oh God, you're a weirdo. Yeah, sure. No, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, also I find that there's no downside to it. Whereas there is a downside if you can't, like mm. I've, I've got, a taxi guy now so my like i ordered a taxi once from the airport to take my take me from the house my house to the airport when i was doing some um stuff for a company in another country like i was trying not to i realized i wasn't allowed to tell you any of those things uh of all of the like different bits and because i was chatting to him um but he's now like mohammed his name he's lovely and now i call him every time i want a taxi and he gives us like five quid off 10 quid off and that's what's that's that's the that's all it is is just having a chat asking him how his day's going asking about his family it's easy mate and also warms you up for the next conversation just just a little engine i think this would be a pretty shit podcast if i couldn't talk to people Right, exactly, so mate. Exactly. Lean into it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. There's podcasts like that. I, I've listened to lots. Yeah. You've probably listened to them where you're yeah. like, no. You know what yeah. you should have done? Mm. You should have done jazz. That's what yeah. you're not, <laughs> not podcast. I think there's a lot of famous people that think that this is easy and it's not. And to keep the conversation flowing and to try and sort of bounce off of each other is actually a skill in itself. And I think. Oh. A lot of I people agree. during like lockdown thought that they could have a go because they had a microphone. Whereas there's the whole eight podcast thing. I don't know if you know about this, but a lot of people go into podcasting full steam ahead for eight episodes and then they completely drop off because they're not getting the validation they think they deserve. I can relate to that. I upload upload videos on YouTube and they get no views for like six days. That's the reality of actually putting yourself out there and giving it a go. And I'm sure you can relate to that. Yeah, I've started so many podcasts, but I can actually relate to that with a story. Um, I was talking to a reasonably famous comic um, before pre-lockdown, before I even got into streaming, because I got into streaming during lockdown. Yeah. And he was saying, oh, these streamers, all they have to do is talk to a camera. Mm -hmm. It's easy. And I have to say, and I was like, and at the time, I had no idea because I hadn't done it. I was like, ah, all right, then maybe, I don't know. He was like, this kid, I was working with this guy and he'd earned hundreds of thousands and all he did was he spoke into a camera two to three times a day, two to three hours a day, maybe two to three times a week. And that was it. And that's all he did. And he played games. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Cool. I didn't know anything about it. Then when I started streaming, Jesus, streaming is so much harder than stand-up comedy. Streaming is so much harder. Just being able to do that like patter where you talk and stuff. And that is the same for podcasts. Trying to hold the attention of the listener, that's you in yep. the background there uh yep. it's it's very hard yeah and i would say it's harder especially if you don't have lines stand-ups mm. do learn you like i write well mm. normal stand-ups write an hour every year you mm. learn it you do 20 minutes a weekend you do like the same 20 30 40 minutes depending on where your slot is over every weekend over the days mm. over your things we do like streamers do like two to three hours daily and you've yep. got to be entertaining of new stuff and you don't have a team of writers yeah it's yeah very sorry Ben. definitely no, I, will, right. I will keep talking if you don't stop that's me. fine no worries um i was when i was doing this just audio a couple of um months ago i suppose i've only just really started youtube but 
when this was just me on my phone having a conversation mm. talking to the microphone whereas now i've upgraded and gone to a laptop and nice. the lambo's outside um yeah, of course yeah um i think i kind of tried to force the relatability and i wanted people to sort of come over to absolute bedlam like you know art attack where there's that weird yeah. like come this way yeah and, i get it yeah I get it. and i i was like do you remember dial up and it was just like what the <laughs> fuck is going on like i'm not Sorry, here we'll to like that. do that like yeah i want to t- talk to people that are interesting i don't want to remind them about fucking post office do you know what i mean <laughs> hey that was my but story yeah, um, it, yeah. <laughs> no but that's the the you everyone starts like that everyone starts with what's the deal with airline food yeah. you know like they're trying to be like but really the um closer you are to the self to being your true self the more entertaining and relatable you are it, the, uh, it it's weird because it's a jerry seinfeld quote and it's the closer you are to being you the funnier you are so yeah. you the further away you are where you're like hey guys then that's where you're like not funny and it's culty but when you're sitting there talking about it and you're having an honest conversation you let your brain just go where it's going to go yeah. that's when you are more interesting to uh, listen to and when i've talked cuz i used to teach um i used to teach stand up but i used to teach them how to um overcome anxiety with it and one of the things was stop trying to be funny and mm. just try and be and, and just be you just talk until you feel the natural pacing yeah, that, yeah that's definitely. it's something that people don't know how to do they've got to get out their own way ben. yeah yeah that's it right so we've got about seven minutes and then we're going to go to a quick ad break so Ooh. if we can try and condense this down into seven minutes but i do like listening to you talk chris that's why i watch you daily on twitch <laughs> so it's all good um how did you get into comedy as a possible career choice what was the, um fuck it let's give it a go the truth is I had like a midlife crisis. I've been stuck in IT for ages. I hated it, hated every day. Uh, it earned quite good money, but I was like, surely this can't be it. Surely this can't be the only thing. And I had two daughters and I thought to myself, I can't possibly look at my two daughters and go, you can be anything when I'm working myself to death doing uh, being an IT manager. And I was like, right, we're going to take a big financial hit and uh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does, it does. And I was doing both at the same time at one point. So I was like, every night I was going out doing comedy and uh, every, during the day I was in, doing IT. And I was like, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to, one has to go. So I ditched, yeah. I, I don't love IT. So I ditched it and, uh, and it worked. <laughs> so that was, which was lucky, yeah. bloody lucky really. So that yeah, was yeah. it. There you go. <laughs> love Robin it. Williams was my inspiration. If that's it. If yeah, you, yeah. you wanted that as well. Um, Right, let's quickly go to a break because the next question I'm going to ask you, I think, could be quite a long one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fair enough. I'm going to email you a new link in a sec. Okay. So hang fire and we'll be right back, guys. Cheers. Ruby. Bye. Archie Soul Male Grooming. My main sponsor for Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I have been with Archie Soul since I think April last year and it's been such a good experience for me to go a bit back and forth with Mark, um, give him some ideas, he gives me some ideas for the podcast in return and it's a really nice relationship that I have with him. I'm very, very grateful to um, get loads and loads of free samples from him and help grow his uh company at the same time so it's a nice little natural thing that we're doing 
got some notes here, two seconds. So, Archie Soul Men was created to bring some of the finest men's grooming products from around the world to the men of the UK. Not male models, not Instagram filters, just the everyday bloke. We do not sell ordinary, we sell outstanding products made by craftsmen who care, and these products really do work. Products that will make you feel great at work and at play. Clean and fresh with every use. So archiesoul.com is their website. Free shipping orders over £25. Get free shipping. No quibble, 30 days return guaranteed. All dispatch from the UK and an array of excellent five-star customer reviews on their website for you to have a look at if you want. US-based products, Archisol does the rest right here from the UK. Let them do the heavy lifting for you. Code Bedlam2022 will get you 20% off your total order, except for leather bags and razors. Some of the products include Duke Cannon, Anthony, Walton Wood Farm, Ace High, Darwin's Grooming, just absolutely incredible products, incredible companies. Just check them out. They're incredible. Like I say, <laughs> I've said it three times. Beard oil, shower gel, deodorant, wallets, beard combs, notepads, leather bags, anything you want for all the males out there to feel a little bit more special. No plastic, no problem. Just a cardboard box for the goodies and environmentally friendly packaging for all of the safe transit. The shipping, like I've mentioned before, is incredible. I order stuff on Tuesday and I get it on Thursday. You can't ask for more than that, really. Uh, their website is on Shopify, so it's got all the latest payment options available. So, yeah, look good, feel great. Archie Soul, male grooming. Right, enjoy the episode and see you later. Right, so as we were... We now are on Zoom to the tricky sequel. So what changed your attitude and your process from being a comedian in a physical club in the real world to a virtual online environment? I mean, there was a big, I don't know if you heard about it. It was uh, the pandemic happened. Oh, yeah. uh, it's just, that's, <laughs> that's what really, my job over, like in, in like we were talking about in the first half, yeah. um, the uh, overnight, like commi- doing comedy live became illegal. Like we couldn't go into pubs, pubs weren't open. Yeah. We couldn't do clubs. It was literally like, they just said your job's illegal. And I was like, oh Jesus. And so all of my full diary, so at the time, <laughs> do you know what was ironic? It was in February, just before it, I was like, oh, we're, we're finally comfortable. Mm. My career, because I, I am the, I was the breadwinner, my, my wife's um, mm. an artist. And at the time, like my, you know, different, but now our wages are very similar. And I was like, that I was like, oh, we're, we're comfortable. We can do this. Now we can both chill out and you can work on your art and I can work on this and we can just tick along nicely. And just as it happened, it like, <laughs> and, uh, and then suddenly she was, and I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But 
but yeah, it's it, to be fair. And then what happened was I did that. So we started, I started doing one, one live show, just like everyone did during the pandemic. We didn't know what the hell we were going on. We were watching Joe Wicks. We're all eating banana bread. We didn't know what was going on. And I was like, oh, I've got like a month and a half's worth of money. I hopefully we'll be open again by then. Um, we weren't. Uh, I was making like, I was bored at home and a creative. So I was making little sketches. You can still see them. They're still up. I was doing like every Sunday I was doing, um, uh, this like from the dining room show, which was called uh, in in the dining room or from the dining room. I can't remember. It's been two years now, and it was every Sunday. I just do this live comedy show, and it was an update on the the. It was like a you know I was trying to be John Oliver basically, mm. and and it was fun. And I had it up. I had all of the news. I'm looking at it. It's in front of me. Like there's a big ten foot whiteboard on my dining room wall, and I'd had all the news written up there for the week, and I'd just make up jokes about it live yeah. and i talked to the chat and when it started i had like 100 200 people in all watching and we'd have we'd it, like it like a zoom call but it was on facebook live and um and it was it was good fun and then uh as it as it as it progressed as the pandemic regressed and we locked down again and again i'd moved over to i moved over to youtube because facebook is like a hellscape and um well it, i'll tell you actually what happened i had like i've got a page up on facebook which i hardly okay. use okay. which used to have eight thousand followers i think it's got something closer to six thousand now and when i st- when the pandemic started it was showing it to my followers it was like here he is he's gone live mm. go and watch mm. and then one week just suddenly it showed it to nine people and like they were and no one else knew and yeah. then it did that every time and i was like well i that can't work. So I moved over to YouTube and then, but everyone wasn't moving over to YouTube. So I came over to Twitch and I was mm-hmm. kind of dual streaming on Twitch and YouTube. Anyway, it, it just got to the point where we locked down so many times and I just, I was doing zoom gigs as well. So I do corporate zoom gigs for clients. I do like comedy shows, but for clients. So I had all this set up and then I was teaching people. So I was consulting for businesses on how to do corporate zoom shows, uh, zoom presentations. So I was doing all of this because stand-up still wasn't happening and I was just like pivoting, 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 just trying to do all this other stuff, trying to keep myself occupied. And then I just got into Twitch and I was like, I really love it here. I really love the people. It's my kind of thing. I'm like a gamer. I'm a geek. I love all the people. I love the culture. The culture in stand-up is very different to Twitch. And um, then I just, I was doing it every day and I got so many opportunities from Twitch. I was doing these things called, I don't know if you've been on one. We do field trips. We used to do field trips and they were like trips to digital trips to countries Mm. um, without going there, like through Google earth and stuff. And someone came, was watching Twitch and was like, Oh, I work for a theater. Would you do this for us? You could do the same ones you do on stream, but through our feed, but for kids. And I was like, yeah. So then I was doing like zoom field trip so i was taking like a group of 30 40 kids to egypt and i was telling them egyptian folk stories and i took them to iceland you can still see them they're all up on youtube i was taking to iceland i was like oh these are the caves i'm doing i'm waving this because this is it's on the green screen and i was yeah. like look here's the ice caves of this and then i tell them a folk story and i'm like these are the trolls of this and this is bassinet and and it was so good and so fun and i was like this is what i want to do so then i got stuck in it and i was like yeah i'm gonna do it and now i've upgraded all my stuff so mm. the light lights and the computer i say that i've got the same computer same laptop everything you see is off of a laptop which is why sometimes i'm like yeah i know you can hear a helicopter but or it's not that it's my laptop (laughs) can't control it but yeah it just got and then when everything opened up again it was the same money as it's always been and i could earn the same here Mm. as i could from a gig 
if we take out the travel. Mm. So the travel is so much like the expenses for being a stand-up comedian. So you travel, you've got your hotel rooms if you need to stay somewhere, food if you need to travel, and you'd be like driving for seven hours total. And I didn't need to do any of that. I could spend more time with my kids. So I was like, yeah, this is perfect. And I'm in control. You know, I can do, look, what's this? It looks how I want it to look, not, you know, I kick people out if they're horrible or invite people in when I like them. You know, it's lovely. And I get to do things like this. There we go. So, right, real talk. Real talk. What do you honestly think of Twitch as a platform? I think it has so many faults, it's ridiculous. I think that if there was a viable alternative that offered very similar, maybe slight differences, we'd all move over. Genuinely, it yeah. is discoverability is awful. Yeah. They don't pay properly. The advertising even is done really stupidly where they put it in the beginning of the stream. So sometimes yeah. you'll drop onto a stream. It's like that out of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do it. I'm, yeah. I, I do it as a career. And I'm like, no, I'm yeah, not watching. Yeah, yeah. Like I go, I click on my mate's thing. I'm like, well, I'm not subbed to him. Oh, three minutes of no. Uh, yeah. I'll drop across someone else. Um, and it's like, and I won't like, I don't want people to sub to me, for example. Mm-hmm. I'll say, give me your coffee instead, buy me a coffee instead of subbing to me. It costs the yeah. same. And I, look, you've seen on my channel, I will try and put more interactivity stuff in so mm-hmm. that you don't have to sub so that it, because no one uses your remotes and whatever. Uh, they are, I often say that Twitch seem to be actively sabotaging their own platform. Mm-hmm. Like they're never. And, and then YouTube and Facebook were like, we're going to try and beat Twitch. Mm. We'll do this. We'll do YouTube Live. We'll do Facebook Live. We'll do it. And they kind of went, okay, we've signed up all these people and then stopped. They yeah. just didn't bother with anything else. They were like, that's all yeah. we needed to do. And yeah. everyone was like, what? You were almost there, mate. You were almost there. Yeah. You, you, you almost had it. And YouTube's like, oh, I'm just a bit tired yeah. now. It's a bit, yeah. I did all that. Yeah. <laughs> what you've done here is you've made a car. It's road illegal, but you've yeah. got to put the tires on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry about that. That's fine. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it's don't now been that. sat under tarpaulin for two years. It's fine. Yeah. Just it just keep. And I think all Twitter. The thing is, what Twitch needs to do, it it just needs like a tiny little tweak in places. Mm. It needs to pay people a better. Like it needs to swap it to a seventy thirty rather than a fifty fifty, and it needs to um disc- have a discoverability thing. So all it would need was like a TikTok or a shorts version yeah. of itself, which is there's hover at the moment exists. And it, mm. all it would need was like its own version of like TikTok or its own version of YouTube shorts. Yeah. Or just make it properly discoverable just a little bit so that we can yeah. find, because at the moment, some of the tags you have to put on there, one of mine is chatty. I'm like, who's looking up chatty? I don't know what that's for. Yeah. But yeah. I, that's what I genuinely think about. I think it's it was made by people who were hobbyists and who loved the idea of that. And then it was taken over by capitalists and they're still both in there, but one doesn't know how to do the other and the other doesn't know how to do that. So they're both like fighting against each other. So you've got people putting ads over stuff and there's other ones going, just, just, just as long as we could keep streaming, just let us keep streaming. And it's like, yeah. your biggest thing should not be a Dungeons and Dragons show. There shouldn't be, you, you shouldn't have the top 10 streamers mm. and they're only earning 3 million a year. Yeah. It should be, everyone is good. Everyone, yeah. like YouTube, where, mm. you know, it's you can, anyone can be big. Any video yeah, yeah. can be big. Yeah, know? definitely, yeah. So is Twitch your main job slash source of income? Uh, it is right now, yes, uh, as, as of this month. Um, 
I am working to make that not be the case though. So you're going to see a lot of stuff coming out on YouTube and TikTok. <coughs> he says, choking it uh, soon. I've started, I've got a load of over here. You can't see, again, you can't see it, but there's loads of lights, right? Just weird tech, just that's all being, that's, a, that's just being like all over around me. I mean, like a, a bundle of it that's while I make stuff and edit yeah. it. And so yeah, yeah. what I'm going to do is hopefully Twitch becomes the tertiary one. And then there's like a kind of mix of YouTube and then live hosting things, not yeah. stand up, but like hosting shows and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then I, I do Twitch maybe three days a week. That's what I want to do mm. rather than five days a week. And I'm coming. And really, instead of it being like, every single one is a show. It's more like, let's chill out with some lovely people and we'll have a bit of fun, right? Yeah. That's all I want it to be, really. But yeah, it, just because of all the things I said before, Twitch just seems like it's on the edge of like either collapsing or changing forever. And yeah. I want to make sure it doesn't. Well, also, like when Twitch changes, there's nothing you can do about it. Like it's exactly. faceless. I've mentioned this to another streamer that I've had on recently called Affen. Right. And he was like, it's a faceless empire. And he, you know, he was saying they could change every feature overnight. They could completely kill my emotes if I yep. create them. Yeah. And I would have to concede that and I would have to just carry on as if that had never happened. They yep. could have gotten rid of raiding. They could have gotten yeah. rid of hosting or lurking. Yeah. All of yeah. these things that we rely on as an ecosystem. But yeah. Well, if, you, if you think about it, they got rid of um, usefulness of teams like overnight even while I've been on, where teams used to be, you could set it so that you'd auto host the, oh, right. the team. And so if you weren't on your channel, mm. you would drop over. Uh, like if you, if you weren't streaming, your channel would show the rest of your team. That's what you could yeah. have. They don't right. have that anymore. You, you don't. So if you're part of a team, that used to be like the main thing so that the bigger streamers would then promote the smaller streamers because it would yeah. obviously show everyone else in the stream team. And now they're like, no, that's not what happens. If you if that happens, you're uh you're you go all the way down the ranking. So they have to right. go and find they you they have to go and find which streamers you'd recommend. So someone would have to click on a person, then click on that link. It's just never gonna happen. Yeah, right. So they took it away like last year. Okay. So I didn't know this, that. Yeah. So Papa Glitch. How did my favourite character ever, Grimbles, come about? Grimbles. Do you want me to, shall I bring him up? Of course. I don't see <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Grimbles, there the best one. <laughs> uh, this is, hello. He's the part of my brain that doesn't have a filter. Yeah. You know, I just say, normally I say things that are funnier. Yeah, you do. And I'm not an ventriloquist, so he speaks the same time as I do. Nah, I'm in control here. And, um, he uh he came about because no, I'll tell him the real story. Okay, I'll tell you want me to tell the real story or do you want me to tell him the like the fake one? It's all real to you, okay, but it's so real. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh he so I like was just messing we just messed around, weren't you? you one day um we were on stream, we were like, let's get let's have some fun. And yeah, I, and I was like, I could say things are like bullshit and you're still PG. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> That's and you give people life advice, don't you? Yeah, I like giving people advice. Like you should fucking quit your shitty job and live, otherwise you're gonna die sad. Okay, mate. <laughs> it's it's harsh, but he's true. For example, um, 
that is, I mean, he's, he, we're, we're right on topic there, buddy. Yeah, but unfortunately, what Christopher realised is I'm green, and that is how green screen works. And we've just rolled with it. We've just rolled with it for two years, two fucking years, and I have another face. Yeah, well, you've got a nose. <laughs> That's better than Michael Jackson. Nice. Grimbles, do you ever get a day off? Yeah, I'm most days at the moment. Okay. To be fair, you haven't right. been around for a while, have you? You've, you've been one day a week you get at the moment, like two days. Yeah, it's because Chris has been a bit busy and he keeps forgetting. I do. Sorry. I take my... It's, uh, yeah, so he's, you came up today, I think, didn't you? Come up? To, no, you didn't. No, I normally I come around. If Chris has had a sad time, he won't talk about me or bring me up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't get that deep, mate. Well, this is a very in-depth podcast. <laughs> you don't need to say this like that. It's only when he's a bit sad, though. Okay. okay. I'll go, go. I'll come cool. back if you need me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, need you. I'll need you later, mate. No worries. Fantastic. Well, I'll be in my trailer. Okay. All right. <laughs> Which is a box. He's a, fucking, he's a fucking diva, isn't he? That Grimbles. Did you know that he's got an auntie? Have you ever met his auntie? An auntie? No, I've yeah, never seen. Hang on a second. All right. Okay. Are you playing Auntie G? I'll get Auntie G. Please hold it, people. <laughs> just take. Hello, Auntie G. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I just got off. Cripple's been not down there. What did I tell you about Wanky with the smartwatch on? Right. So <laughs> she's. Hey. She was bought by a lovely, lovely friend called Lotta, who um, RTG just arrived at the post one day, and um, she she very rarely pops up because again, she that trying to do RTG's voice. What are you saying? And so she says she's like Marge Simpson's on amphetamine. Mom, no, I'm on space dust. Okay, just sleep. <laughs> you made me cry. But yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Brilliant. It's worse when it's worse when your co-host is funnier than you. That's the worst yeah. thing. In the world. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just I want Auntie G, is it, to remember yeah, that auntie. you sold some socks for two hundred quid, right? You know, how do you think I got her yeah. here? She needs it's to your... stay in her lane. Stay in your lane. I got a pair of them now. Yeah. <laughs> I, <got a> <laughs> I love that you're like the bit underneath that we can't see is just this fucking Mary Poppins like utopian. Oh mate, that's how it looks okay. like from what I can see. At all times, there's just I'm just like like ten seconds away from pulling out. <laughs> 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 just there's also I've got a giant magnifying glass with a light here. I mean, there's a flute. <laughs> yep, and a trumpet, right? Trumpet's over there. I can't we'll get, get it. We'll can't, get into the trumpet the later because that made me fucking die. Awesome. I haven't brought it back yet. I need to bring it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do a reveal when the time is right. <laughs> trumpet right. reveal, mate. Big okay. trumpet. <laughs> so next question. Yeah. Do you see yourself doing Twitch for an extended period of time? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. And a lot of our future plans are based around me continuing to stream, at least mostly full time. Yep. You know, um, so yeah, no, I, what I want to do really is grow it at the moment. I'm having a bit of an existential crisis, mm. it's quite hard to know what to do because people are going back to work and the numbers are kind of all over the place. And people aren't sure, you know, some people are working from home, some people aren't working from home. Yeah, I'm quite a mature streamer, so we mm. don't necessarily want kids in the streams, you know, that, that kind of thing. So, and I don't game, which is what Twitch is for, really. I game very rarely, like, I mm. we, we have been playing more games, and that's why we've been playing more games recently because I'm like. 
you have to think of a new idea every day. <laughs> like, yeah. What are we going to do today? And it yeah. gets to a point after two years where you're like, it's been like nearly 700 shows <laughs> or nearly like 500 shows. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what we can do. Um, so, okay. yes, but I have to have more ideas. But I yeah. think it's, I think we've got, again, there's some things happening at the moment that take a lot of time to make. Yeah. We're going to change it a bit. Not trying to sound like the Messiah here, but I could probably set you up with a couple of people who have a really mental community at the moment. And right. they, they're just, just chatting people. And they right, seem okay. to get some serious numbers. And I'm not going to go into specifics now, but I'll, um, I'll hook you up if you want. Obviously, it's worth a go, right? I'm yeah. Not, I'm not an agent by any stretch of the imagination. Imagine if like Finally. this was like episode 97, and I'm like, actually, I'm a shill for marvel computing company yeah 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 yeah. but yeah i have to say agents uh you i have had agents and i have got rid of agents and so ben you never want to be an agent be a nice person you want to be the good guy don't be the agent okay especially agent especially agent smith right agent smith or agent orange nice um (laughs) how did you meet waka speaking of your community because he seems to sort of you raid each other quite a lot yeah, Wacker just on streaming. Just uh, we both like Warhammer and Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, yeah. and we're both a bit, bit um, wild. And we also, I think, we both have that thing that I call chaotic wholesome, mm. which is our D and D alignment, where we're a bit wild and a bit all over the place. But we are ultimately our only intention is joy. Like the only thing we really want is for everyone to have a good time. But there's yeah. no like malice or political push behind it. We're not trying to. Yeah do anything and when i've met and brady's another one that i've met as well and and, and trista mm. and like all these people that we raid regularly i'm like this is that chaotic wholesome thing where they try to like try to have a community that like each other rather than trying to be a celebrity so they're like mm. let's let's have fun together yeah. rather than look at me look at me mm. what am i doing which again it's an entertainment platform. It's fine to do that. It's just yeah. that that's a different mindset that I struggle with. Yeah. So, but right. that's that's it. I was just like, we were just like looking through during the pandemic every day we'd raid people. And I was like, oh, who can we raid? And I saw him there and it was like long hair, dressed as a Viking. I was like, that's fucking our vibe. That's yeah. our vibe. And I went in and he was, he made up a song about me and then we just yeah, chatted yeah, yeah. and we've become friends. So yeah, yeah lovely guy. He's lovely. I want to get him on at some point, but where he's from Sweden and he's got he's quite a lot us. going on. And um, yeah, he was like, I'll definitely, I'll definitely get in touch with you by the end of February. And that was Marsh. three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's all You'll good. People are busy. Lives. He just had his throat. Like he just had an operation. So he's, he's obviously still yeah. healing from that, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Right. So speaking of existential crises, try this one. Right. Do it. Do you think of being a content creator as running a marathon? I know that you used to personally run quite a lot, Chris, <laughs> and I think it's quite a good comparison because I it go is, running yeah. quite a lot. And I think that if you sprint too much in a marathon, you'll burn yourself out and stop. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the ideal scenario, whatever that means to people, is to set a proper nice pace. Yes. And to just let people overtake you, overtake people who are dying you know and just keep going and if people want to join you on your journey then fair enough do you Mm. think that's the best way of doing this i i yes i have i completely agree with you and at the same time still compete with myself and other people mentally uh the comparison is the thief of joy that's the saying and so you do sit there and go wait a minute 
I was in front of them at one point, and now they're in front of me. This is why am I why am I falling behind? I don't get. And you do get down yourself, of course you do, of course you do, you do, you know you do. Uh, But yeah, it is a marathon. It is absolutely about the long run. And actually, people look at this and they look at the figures and they're like, oh look, only the top one percent. I've said this on Twitter before. Only the top one percent become professional streamers. Only top one percent can earn a living from it or whatever. And what they don't take into account is the fact that that top 1% are actually quite a lot of people, hundreds of thousands of people who have, who are just stuck with it. They're not usually the better streamer. They're not usually have a gimmick. They don't usually have something special. They're not anything other than just there and continually growing. So they try something new. They do something better. They get a new bit of equipment. They learn a new game or, you know, they're always trying to try something different. And yeah, eventually, yeah. It, it, and that's all it is. And it was the same with it was the same with stamina. But really, like you say, you make the comparison with running. That's actually what helped me mm. get better at everything. Is because with with ADHD, you you go all over the place, and I struggle with it my whole life. But when I learned to run, the thing that I learned about running was making the next step better, not worrying about the end of the race and it was a mindset that took so long like three months of just constantly every other day going out and running for half an hour doing this like couch to 5k thing yeah and it was just about the next step not about the end of the race so i wasn't trying to make the half an hour good i was trying to make each step good and so not every step is going to be good and that yeah so that is exactly right that yeah. is what every, and I think that's the same in any industry, let alone. Yeah, streaming. I agree. But, I've done this for eight seasons now, and I've heard that story from basically every single person that it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. No, you got to have fun. You Learn have to fun. have fun. That's the first Learn thing. Learn to have fun. Yeah, I've go. said yes. During stand up, when I was doing stand up, I used to just say yes to everything, and it was great. It was absolutely great. But in times it was bad as well. And that was what you had to take. So like I used to work with Google, like I used to host their um, uh, like their uh, European events. I'd like go away for two weeks and I'd host their events and I'd dress up in whatever the latest thing was. At one point it was HBO. So I was like dressed up as Jon Snow and I was doing raps about the uh, about Game of Thrones. And it was really fun. But then at other times I've shown up and it's been an old people's home and I've had people, I've had my mic turned off after two jokes and they, I've had someone shout, you should love your kids from like across the room. And it's, it's, so you get, but I've said yes to all of them and I've yeah. done all of them because yeah, yeah. you can't just say this one, it's always got to be good. Yeah. You, it's got to be that you love the whole process yeah. and yeah, you don't love the bad ones, but then the good yeah. ones make up for it. You so. got to really jump in nowadays. Like I'm yeah. from a musical background and you got to play the shit gigs to get to the good gigs. And play sometimes the, the good gigs aren't enough. And there's a weird thing that goes on in the human brain called the hedonic treadmill. Oh, right. What's that? Constantly looking for the next thing, never yeah. ever settling. Like, I've got a Ferrari. Yeah, but what if I want two Ferraris? What if I uh, want yeah. one in red and one in yellow? And yeah. I've just got a promotion. Yeah, but I want to run my own company now. And it's yeah. this constant, like I say, treadmill mm. of life of this never enough sort of mentality. And it's quite yeah. crazy, really, that we think like that because quite tough. Animals aren't like that. Like if a dog gets a bone, it's happy. Well, yeah, but they yeah. don't. They lack um, future awareness, don't they? Mm. So that's that's yeah. our problem. Is uh, we always think it's going to be taken off of us. Yeah, definitely. Funny question. 
Who would win in a fight, a shark, a reindeer, or a cow? A shark, a reindeer, or a cow. We all know it was the cow. There we we all know it was the cow. I didn't realize you were with us that long ago, Bedlam. Yeah, yeah. A cow. It's always been the cow. I'll have to Can't check believe. my follow time on your stream, but I think I've been watching you for about a year and a half. Cool. Yeah, so that's a long time. Yeah, yeah I suppose if you we did we sorted this out. Yeah, so it is a cow, isn't it? I can't believe that. That was me going in a charity shop and finding two onesies for five pounds and going, "What can I do with this?" And then just having a bit of a laugh with it. That's exactly. And then then the Christmas version was a shark because yeah, it was yeah, yeah. obviously it was cow versus shark, and then it was uh, reindeer versus cow. That was shark. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, fucking hell, I forgot. And I made. Did you did you ever see this top trumps I made for them? No. Uh, well, I'll send no. it. No, I'll, okay. one day I'll put them back up. I yeah, made yeah. actual top trumps for Cow and Shark. They're okay. out there somewhere. So. I'll put that as a post on the uh, Instagram when we promote this. <laughs> that, that would be fantastic. Me and like my shark pose. There we go. I remember in that stream because it was kind of it was like the tail end. It might have been the beginning actually of December. Yeah. And you were kind of hyping it up on Monday and saying on Friday we're going to do like a crazy stream. And there's yeah, a yeah. point in that stream where you're just pissing yourself laughing like I'm so hot but I can't take this onesie off because I don't want to break character and you're yes. just, you're having this proper like reflective moment whilst dressed as a fucking shark. Just so just like oh god where am I in my yeah. life? Yeah. But that was John I miss those. I mean that I think is I think yeah. That's kind of because we've kind of gone really calm now. We're mm. just like chatting streams. I think we do need those wildness. I yeah. do, there's so many things like that. There was like through the look hole. Did you ever see through the look hole where me no. and Grimbles no. watched episodes of through the keyhole okay. and judged people's houses? But okay. <laughs> Grimbles never really judged the house. Grimbles just judged um, the presenter. Look at this fucking posh track. It was just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we, but the, uh, these are all like things that we that are all. Even you've seen 765, you've seen the How yeah. Old Are You song. They're all things where my brain was yeah, like yeah, yeah. 20 minutes before the stream. Yeah. I've got an idea for you, mate. And I'd be yeah. like, oh, God, okay. And we just stop making yeah, something yeah. Uh, just I, 20 minutes before. I think it's really important to capitalize on those moments. Yeah, yeah. This morning, I wrote a ton of questions for you. Yeah. And when I'm in that moment, I couldn't give a fuck if my house is burning down. Yeah. I'm finishing that fucking note on my yeah. phone. Yeah. And you have to capitalize on that because I'm not very I'm not a very I'll do it later kind of person. It either happens no. now or it yeah. doesn't happen. No, I'm the same. And when that spark hits you, you have to move and you have you to do. action it. Definitely. You're absolutely right. So on that, how did you learn to use programs and systems on your computer like OBS, Streamlabs, or whatever you use? Did you find yourself doing it incrementally as the stream started growing or did you start watching courses or? Um, so I think I, so I started with stream. So I started with Streamlabs um, because it was, I think a lot of people do because it's very easy to, to jump into. But basically what I did was I don't sleep much. So I was up at like five every morning and I'd have these two and over pandemic, uh, I'd had like two hours, three hours every morning when no one was awake. And so I was just watching YouTube videos on how to do it. And I hate not knowing if I'm using a system, I hate not knowing how to use it. So I'd have OBS up and I'd have like EVOS for uh, EPOS Fox um, uh, YouTube videos. Or if I wanted to learn a specific thing, I'd be like, is there a way to do this? 
into Google, which is what I used to do when I was uh, making networks back in the day. And um, that's pretty much 90% of IT, by the way, is Google, if you're a listener. Um, So uh, that's what I do. I just Google it. And then I get like like 12-year-old kid from India showing me exactly what I need to do. I was like, oh, thanks, man. And I spent like four hours and not like live, just he made a whole video about it. And I'd be like, Jesus, he's a 12-year-old. He knows way more than me. And (laughs) and I'd learn it. And that's, everyone always uh, like says, I get messages all the time. How do you do this? How do you do that? And I used to talk people through it, like teach them how to do it step by Mm -hmm. step. Um, But now I just send them the videos that I learned to do it. Because otherwise, you've seen it. If, If something breaks on stream, I, I just like dun, 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 and it's fixed. But if you if you don't know that, then it's very it, it panics. Like you don't know how to do it, or you yeah. don't know. So yeah. now I just send them videos. But yeah, just videos, just YouTube videos, uh-huh. and the Q and As and stuff that they're seeing. So I started with Streamlabs. Obviously, Streamlabs stealing scum, and uh, then I moved on to OBS because I wanted to do so much more. And now you've been on our stream. Uh-huh. It is a cacophony of chaos. It is. Yeah every single effect anytime i have an yeah. effect it's all we use forever um yeah, yeah. and i did like you said i did have a background uh, at one point and i actually missed it a little bit but this does give us a little bit more freedom we can just go and yeah do whatever we want and i kind of like yeah it. no fair enough um there was a backdrop where you i think in a couple of weeks ago you saw like a bit of drama on your chat and someone was talking about potentially having sexual relations with someone and you were like right bear with me two seconds and you changed your backdrop to like a cafe and you were like oh, oh come yeah in the cafe let's have a gossip <laughs> yes. so still, they're all there i do do i still do that i've yeah. got like a little office if we've got to have a serious talk yeah. i've got library I've, a library yeah. oh there's a whole there's a whole out so i've got my apartment I've got the the alley behind my apartment and then each of the different doors leads to a different place. And I've yeah. got all the different scenes. But shall I tell you what? I spent a weekend building that and yeah. no one gave a shit, Ben. No one gave a shit. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we'll just use those every now and then. Yeah, yeah. And now I've just got my my standard ones. But yeah, I, I think I, I love them, but yeah. they are very much, each room is built for something very different. Like the cafe's got the chat coming down the wall. Mm. so that you can see it on screen and it oh it's it's different in it it's different mate. yeah yeah absolutely. yeah i love it constantly love it. riding that wave keeping yourself different thing every day different thing every day i work in a different office every day essentially yeah, yeah. this is just a, this is just rented love it so we've got five more minutes and then we're gonna unfortunately have to jump over to another zoom it's fun um so the question i can ask you in that time is do you consider yourself to be a geek or do you find that to be actually be quite an offensive throwaway comment these days where everything is padded? No, I love it. Yeah. Geek, nerd, pariah, whatever you want to call it. I am, I, I love it. I, I would, I'm, I'm looking at my original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over there. Uh, Johnny Silverhand, uh, a, a 40k sister of battle, Batman, just like it within reach of me yeah. uh i love the fact that i'm a geek there is literally nothing i like more about me than i love the fact that i'm a geek because when i was at school it was something people used to bully you with mm. and i think that the most important thing you can ever do to bullies is take mm. the thing that they use against you and turn it into your power use turn it into your strength yeah. and it's something that we do with our kids and we're like right if you if you are geeky be a geek mm-hmm. just just be that. So that's what I am unashamedly. People come into the house mm. and they walk into our hall, and the first thing they see is a Bucky O'Hare poster that is a, like an art piece 
And then the next thing as they walk up is covers, alternative covers for X-Men comics. So they know. And then then and then my wife's decor takes over and it's a bit nicer and a bit more. Yeah, yeah, but we're, yeah. we're both very eclectic. We've got like these things called lampalopes. We've each got one, which are like metal lamp, metal um, antelope, geometric metal antelopes covered in um, uh, rope lights. And they're just, they're random bits that we've got in cherry shops. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, mate. I don't know why you wouldn't yeah. love being a geek now. It's perfect. Yeah, I remember at school I was called a boffin, and I think. Bloody hell! Did you go yeah, to a yeah. school, Ben? No, I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people think that. A lot of people think that, but I was like, I'm not a boffin. boffin. And then I realised what's actually wrong with being a boffin. No, it's when you're older. I, I want good grades. What's wrong with that? Like, I'm yeah. trying to apply myself and actually figure out who the hell I am. I want a career. Thirty-two years <laughs> later, I still don't know. But there we go. Right, <laughs> who knows? It's going to go to a quick break. That's and fine. I'll send you another link and Yay. we'll get started again. All right. Good. Okay, cool. Yes. Hello. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Just got an ad read from a new sponsor called Set Surf. So, Set Surf is a small British company passionate about mineral sunscreen and natural skin protection. Our range of sunscreens and creams are designed to protect your skin naturally without harsh chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life. So, if anyone knows me in real life, they'll know that I'm from a seaside town, and one of the most important things when you go to the beach, and probably anywhere in the world really, to be fair, is sun cream. And we all know how much of an absolute disaster it can be when you go to the beach without sun cream. So I want to make sure that people are using the right sun cream, and not the rubbish, cheap alternatives from many many supermarkets <laughs> i won't call any out um but yeah this is how set surf is different from all that cheap nasty stuff that will just about get the job done so it's 100 percent mineral we don't use any harsh or weird chemicals to reach spf 50 they just use zinc oxide and titanium dioxide which makes them perfect for sensitive skin and all of your kids it's reef safe because we Use no chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life at all. Our sunscreens are genuinely reef safe. They're also non-nano. We use non-nano sized particles which don't sink into the deeper layers of your skin like you get with some chemical sunscreens. It rubs in virtually clear, so set sunscreen rubs in very well without leaving any chalky marks or residue on your skin, and they are also very, very water-resistant. Lastly, they are packed with good stuff. They contain Kalahari melon oil, argan oil, and aloe vera to nourish and moisturise your skin. If you shop the range at www.setsurf.com, use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off any of the products on their website. So that's www.setsurf.com and use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off of anything on their website. Right, another ad read coming right up. See you later. Right, Zoom number three, return of the Zoom. Here we are. So, improv comedy. I've mentioned this to you uh, previously. Did. And you then told me that you've never done improv in your life. And I thought, do you know what? When have I ever not doubled down? Fuck it. Let's go for <laughs> it. Comedy. So I want you to pretend that you are on Dragon's Den. 
Right. And you want to sell the idea of a knife and fork to me. Okay. Okay. You, like, just sell the idea of a knife and fork to you. Yeah. I've got a story about this in a minute. Okay. About a similar situation, but yeah. Okay. Well, what, now? Just straight off? I don't, I don't think you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. So I don't know what, what's comedy about this, <laughs> but I will try. <laughs> I'll pay you after. Can you pay me after? <laughs> Buymeacoffee.com, right? Yeah, Kofi. Yeah. That's, That's the one. Yeah, let's go for it. I sell you the idea of a knife and fork. Uh, have you ever have you ever been on a date and you're sitting there and you're eating your food and you think this would be so much easier if I didn't have to use my hands. And yeah. you reach up, you reach up to touch her face, and you realize it's covered in egg. Yeah. Her her hand and your yeah. hand and now her face. And you think egg isn't the most romantic of things. Yeah. Do you know what you could use instead? What could I use? You could use a knife and fork. I don't know if you've ever heard of these before, knives and forks. No, They're an invention uh, invented by uh, Mr. Knife and Mrs. Fork back in the year 1407. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah in Versailles. Mm. And uh, I don't know if it existed back then, but they made it exist. And uh, what you do is instead of grabbing it, grabbing the plate and slamming your face into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just over and over and over again. Yeah. You instead use this knife or fork to cut away it delicately. However, they do also serve secondary uh, things that you can do with them. They do serve secondary... Um, oh, look, I've just forgotten the word for it. Irrelevant. Uh, they do serve secondary f- action. Stop trying to do that, Chris. Um, they do serve... Uh, Why would you start that again? Um, <laughs> they've got... They're also weapons. Now, okay. your hands may be deadly. It doesn't matter how well-trained you are with mm. deadly weapons, uh, without deadly weapons, your hands are never going to be enough. So if you're attacked by something that is still alive and you need to eat it, you're never going to be able to do that with just your hands, especially true. if it's bison, buffalo, pork, anything yeah, yeah, slightly true, larger yeah. than a gecko. You should you should get these. The only other option, of course, is uh, that I have a knife and fork in this room and you don't have a knife and fork in this room. And if you don't go in, all in on this, I'm just I'm going to eat you. And oh, okay. You no. can't stop me. You can't stop me. There's absolutely no way. You don't have any defense, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. I can't believe you managed to do this naked. Why are we even in this room? Who are all these people watching? Why is there? Why did you bring a pork? Why did you bring a pork? That's how I. <laughs> Why did you bring a whole pork? What's your name again? Sorry. Pork. What's your name again? You've not even introduced yourself. My name is Stephen Witherkins. Right. If I donate you 50 quid right now from this pile of cash that I've obnoxiously bought with me because I've obviously run out of money in the real banks. Right. Will you piss off and stop trying no, to sell us shit. If you if you give me the whole pile of money, okay. I will eat it in front of you. What with a knife and fork? With a knife and fork. You're right staying now. true to your brand. Yeah, yeah, I will definitely I I am so convinced that these are better. I will eat the I'll eat all of that money in under 30 okay. seconds. I'm going to invest. Yeah, yeah. yeah sounds yeah. good. You, yeah. You, I'll take that. Well, thank you very much. And I'm just going to leave. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The ultimate Uno reverse card. I love it. Yeah. You can yeah. never never give anyone the, the, the weapon against them. There we go. I think that was bordering on, on extortion. But do you know what? Yeah. Um, Let's do it. 
do I can I can actually tell you that I went when I so when I was younger I got my first office job I was in recruitment and then I got headhunted at by someone else who found out I was because I I'd only been in recruitment for three months and I was already um, recruiting MTV's cameramen because I was the only one that had any technical know-how and yeah. another recruitment company got in touch and was like oh you know come and join us and I t- I said yes and they said you need to be able to drive and all of this stuff and I had to do ten hours of interviews I couldn't. Okay. Um, I I took driving lessons and they paid for a car and I've had a car and I learned to drive two days before I started there. Anyway, they made me do 10 hours of um, interviews. And one of them was I had to invent a product and then sell it to them. I had to invent a product for it was a ridiculous ego trip for these people Um, and it turned out the company was only six people and they were still putting all their chairs together and stuff it was ridiculous but uh i was only there for six months and then i made a lot of money and they bought me a car and then i left and i was 23 so So you're skirting over the fact that you actually did that and you were successful yeah 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 yeah. wow what did you invent uh, it was called the Credder. It was a tiny little pocket-sized credit card shredder for rich people. So you're out in the town um, and you realise that you need to get rid of your credit card. And so you take it out. It's about the size of the credit card. You put it. Can you believe I remember this? And it's got like uh, blades inside. And when you, you put your credit card on one side and you drag it across and when it comes out the other side, it's all bits of plastic. There you go. I love that. Perfect. There we go. Don't steal that idea. It is part of Papa Glitch Incorporated. It's been it's been eighteen years. If someone wants to do it, you you go for it. Just on the dawn of us absolutely getting rid of all credit cards, absolutely start using yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. physical money. What's that? Yeah, this right. is my this is my wallet now. My whole watch. I just like go. boop. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you for doing that improv. I appreciate it. I know you're not a performing thank monkey. You for um... Making me do that uncomfortable <laughs> thing with you. That was really That's right. awkward. <laughs> there we go. That's getting clipped straight up. Right. <laughs> What is the worst film that you've ever watched on your Twitch series? I know that you do this on every Friday. Oh, I don't know. The What was the name of that one? It was The Man Who Saved the World. Oh, yeah. Was, the, the, was it like quite religious? It no, Yes, hmm. but it, it was Turkish Star Wars. That was it. Yeah, yeah. So it had, it was such a weird film. It was all in Turkish. Do you remember, did you watch it with us? Where, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Did you see that the, um, so the, Closed captions were like auto-generated. Yeah. So they weren't, it it turned out that they weren't, we thought that they were closed captions badly written. But what it was doing was it was taking the Turkish words from the audio and trying to make them English words, <laughs> but not translating them, just like like with the with how it sounds. <laughs> so it was so we so not only was it like create so not only was it completely mental, it was also like the words were all wrong and the whole film has been like it's got the role, the text roll, scroll from Star Wars at the beginning yeah, yeah. of it. Brilliant. It starts with the duh, 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 duh. there's there's bits of like Tie Fighter footage. You see the Death Star. It's so weird. Yeah. And then there's bits, but then it's got this whole other story about a man melting down a sword, a big lightning sword, and turning it into a pair of boots and gauntlets. And and then we watch the sequel, Son of the Man Who Saved the World, and uh, that was actually like all right. But the, that was the I think that was the worst. We also saw the Sword yeah. and the Dragon, which was that's the historical one, and that turned out to be hilarious because it was it was supposed to be a very serious fantasy thing based on like folklore from wherever this country was, 
and um, it had like musical numbers with rabbits in and the so-called dragon in the title appeared a minute before the end of the film. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I remember you mentioning that, yeah. It's so good, but yeah, the man who yeah, saved yeah. it. So, and the fight, and, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it, was a, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. Watch it again. Love Ten that. Ten. Ten awesome. So within the comedy sphere, um, who inspires you? And where do you see yourself getting your influences from? And I think I know one of these. Oh, uh, who inspires me now? I don't know who inspires me now because now I'm more like, it's more about digital stuff. So, Mm. uh, but I was inspired moving on, coming up, I was inspired by like Robin Williams and Eddie Izzard and uh, well, Victoria Wood and Rowan Atkinson, people like oh, very obvious Monty Python, all of those people. But it was definitely Robin Williams. Robin Williams is like my number one inspiration, yeah. and he went through a lot of struggles. He went through all these problems, and I'd gone through very similar issues. And so he was right. The thing I remember is I watched live at the Met when I was like eight, seven, eight, nine. I can't remember because it was it was eighty seven. It was made, so I would have been <laughs> five. But yeah. it was after that, and I remember watching it and going, "Oh, you can talk about." dark stuff in a funny way Mm. and then I've always done that I've always like been open about stuff and I've talked about things that everyone normally finds I would say distasteful but it's not really distasteful but just not just you wouldn't talk about socially but I talk about it no matter what and that and, and, and it always did and then when he died Robin Williams was like the only celebrity I cried over. I remember. Yeah. I, I know. I remember because I was headlining Boardmasters Festival, which, like, as a com- comedian, not as a um, an entertainer. And mm. I know that because Snoop Dogg was the headline act on the main stage, and I was the comedy headline act. And I was like, "How the fuck are people even in this tent? Why go and watch Snoop Dogg? Get out! Why are you even here?" <laughs> um, but, <laughs> then i went back and it was i went back and me there was a very like you know you, you're up on a stage doing that doing it to all these people like doing comedy to all these people it's mm-hmm. big festival snoop dogs on another thing another stage and you go and um you go to or did he even perform i don't know and um, there was big wins and then you go back to a tent that you're sleeping in and you're like well that's me back down to earth but i got back to the tent and um we just got signal on our phones because we couldn't get mm-hmm. it in the thing and it was like Robin Williams died. And I was just in my tent after this like show and uh, with my wife and I was like crying and I was like, I can't believe it. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. my dad's died. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a massive, Robin Williams, massive, massive influence. Every, even everything from like Hook and, you know, even Flubber and stuff like that, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, and The Fisher King and, and movies like that rather than being funny. Because I was like, you can be, everything he was a renaissance man he was was everything yeah he was. Uh, but yeah. as for current influences like mike babiglia is a really big influence of mine at the moment mm. um or he has been for years i absolutely love. i mean louis ck was and mm. then all the stuff came out about him and i was yeah, like yeah. i'll stop listening to him completely like he was yeah. i went and saw him at wembley and stuff i was there, there was a moment so like i was so enamored with louis ck i'd written this joke and then i saw him do a almost identical one on stage and it made my year like he'd written a similar joke mm. the, uh, the same way and and now i just won't even touch his stuff like i bought wow. horace and pete when it came out so, and now i won't even touch his stuff because wow. that's what i think if they you know you give people the benefit of the doubt until it's proven without shadow of a doubt. And then at that yeah. point, you cut them off. Yeah. That's, that's what I did. But yeah, big, Eddie Izzard, big, big. I love Eddie Izzard. 
Yeah. I love him. He's fantastic. I love all the charity Sh- stuff he her. Does as well. Her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. that was weird because I used to like listen to Eddie Izzard without the DVD and I'd like watch it on YouTube and it would be like Lego animation stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize that <laughs> that was, was cross dressing. Trans. Yeah, transvestite. And it didn't bother me, but it just, to me, it didn't add anything if that makes sense and i'm not trying to be problematic but no no i don't think it was meant to ever add anything i think it was always so if you ever there's a great um documentary about eddie Izzard about her growth through her life yeah as a performer and where she comes from and where she's going to now and um it's really really like uh revealing Mm. where there where he is Eddie and he's talking about how uncomfortable he is in his clothes and stuff. And Mm. then he starts being Eddie Izzard and she now Mm. is very confident and very Mm. comfortable with themselves. And before there's a great bit where um, she puts on new clothes and comes out to everyone. And is like, this is what I'm going to perform as. And it's like, seeing someone being born like that oh my god that's that's who they've always been yeah where and and it's just you can see in her eyes and stuff that that was they she'd been holding it all in and so seeing it out i think it's a really touching documentary like yeah i'll um, check that out yeah yeah it's eddie um eddie azard's gone and there's another one called rock and roll nerd which is tim minchin's one it's very similar and you see kind of a not about the trans side of things but about the transition from being someone society and your peers expect you to be Mm. to someone you have always wanted to be and that's what uh, tim Minchin did a very similar thing where he completely changed his appearance yeah like tim Minchin. yeah yeah Cool. Um, is Matt Berry in your list of influences as well? Oh, that I, I not on my influences. Okay. It's only because I've got quite a similar. Yeah. So this isn't this is my accent, but this is my accent that I've developed. My how I actually I'm, tr- I'm going to try and get into it. So how I actually talk is very is a bit different. It talks like this. I talk when I actually talk properly. I talk like I was taught by my mum. I talk in a very English way, a very middle accent yeah. this is actually this is my real accent whereas when i relax this is my performance accent this is actually what i've developed over the years so matt berry is only a couple of octaves deeper or an octave yeah. deeper so when i talk when i talk normally he's just there he's just yeah. like he's almost father he's just like a little bit below my thing so he's he's actually the we've got the same accent but he's got a deeper voice and so sometimes i I've never thought I could do a very good impression of him. I know people who could do very good impressions, but sometimes on stream I'll realize that I'm talking the same way as Matt Berry yeah. because it's funny. Yeah, because definitely. it's funny to talk like that, okay. and because I do, I love doing voices, so yeah. I'll often slip into that. Okay, so are you involved in any charity causes? Because I know that you've done some streams for a certain charity. Do you still yeah. do that now, or was that a one-off? No, we've done a bunch. Um, am, I, am I allowed to say the charity? Yeah, of course you can. So, so, yeah, oh, yeah. so we do we do Samaritan Night Watches. That was it. Um, yeah, I forgot. Um, that's all right. We're doing another one in May. 
Um, we tend to do them every six months, so because you don't want to flood. Like bigger streamers can do them regularly, and it's you know they've got a big enough turnover of viewers that it's not yeah. exhausting. Because um, it is, we don't want to be reminded of horrible stuff all the time. And I think sometimes streamers do it for the wrong reason. They do charity mm-hmm. call. They're like, we're going to do a charity stream in a hope that it will boost their numbers. Where actually, it, that it should be the other way around. You should be using your community to for good. But yeah, Samaritans, um, big big help uh the truth is like my i had a very good friend my best friend james um he used the samaritans when he was going through a really tough time and they really helped him and uh now we um help them uh because they 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 can just be there when you're when you're at the the lowest and they can talk to you up to being a little bit above doing something silly Uh, uh, and you know and it's it's not silly that's not that's not the right way it's such an old way of putting it i get what you mean something that you don't really want to do but in the moment feels like you should impulse and um, impulsive yeah. yeah because that's usually what it is mm. it's usually what it is and yeah we still support them so we do regularly and i mean i'm even in their advert so if you oh, see right, their okay. advert for it yeah um, but yeah. <laughs> but well it's because we did a it, what were we doing we, i was sticking stuff to my face and yeah that was, was it yeah, yeah funny doing things but yeah. we're going to do another one in um we're doing one in may so uh so i'll be talking about that I think we're running a Dungeons, cool. Dragons, and Democracy for it. So it's like a fully where the chat plays a character and I run yep. the game and that's it. It's going to be chaos. Yeah, I'm here yeah. for that. Awesome. Um, two more questions and then we've got the standard ABP questions. Do it. How is the trumpet doing? It's bad. I haven't touched it in months. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I jump from thing to thing. I will learn yeah. a song on an instrument and then put it down, uh, but it will get there eventually. It's, I'm looking at it now. It's over there. And I've got the ukulele that I started just there. Okay. And I've got the harmonica just here. And we've got the keyboard. Uh, <laughs> being ADHD is being a musician with a house full of uh, instruments that you can't play is what it is. I used to play trombone. I got to grade eight. And so then I think I can just pick it. And then I did this. I fell off my bike. And yep. I severed, can you see it? I severed all the tendons yeah. in my right arm. Oh, Jesus. And I, yeah. and I had to stop. Um, and... Uh, I had to stop, and um, uh, and then I was like, "Oh, trumpet is a bit. It doesn't require that 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 motions doesn't. I can't do it for too long. And yeah. it, it, that motion, uh, but unfortunately, we do have neighbours, and um, they don't they don't enjoy the trumpet as much as no. yeah, I it's do. A shame. It's a shame. Who knew, eh? There we go. Who knew? <laughs> um, there's a Twitch streamer that I watch quite a lot, and she's got a question for you. She's called Bake Face, and she's bake from face. Canada. Yeah, okay. Bake Face. It's like Bake Off, know. but yeah no. bake off and face off join forces i like it i like um, it. i could eat she, a peach cobbler for hours she <laughs> wants she wants to know your work-life balance and do you feel <laughs> that you're working 24 hours a day because you're always networking and posting stuff on yes. twitch and trying to keep relevant and yeah well, so you were talking about burnout uh, yeah. earlier and yeah i, I have hit I am burnt out at the moment. I'm like, I've been in therapy and stuff, for, but I was in therapy for other things. But I, again, I'm very open about the fact that yeah, I yeah. see PTSD and, and stuff, but burnout had made it much worse. And I've been trying to go through it. And when you hit burnout, there's not really much, you're supposed to rest and I can't. Yeah. When you're self-employed, it's just impossible. And uh, yes, I am always on. And to the point where I feel guilty about taking days off. So you'll know I had my first holiday in three years um two weeks ago and that yeah. was it was great but it was really yeah. weird coming back so yeah. I, I had a holiday of three years um and then 
yesterday I had a day of video games to myself without being streaming or anything. And that was the first one I'd had in a long time. Like, a, I don't know when. And what was really weird about it was I'd planned to play Elden Ring and it, and I just kept playing the same little game over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and no, but it's always like everything is for work. If I'm posting on social media, it's because I'm putting something funny up if it's you know if i'm i want to talk in discord it's because i want to make sure that everyone's happy and it's yeah. you know actually most people in discord are now like my friends that's how i consider them but it, it is all part of the work you know it's not and you do get very much yeah. very stressed so work-life balance i'd say is very difficult to balance yeah but i do it by going for walks and stuff yeah and yeah trying to spend some time not thinking about streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Um, what do you call your community people? What are they known as? Oh, the glitches. The glitches. They're the glitches. What up, glitches? Okay. That's what I say. That's my okay. thing. What up, glitches? Glitches uh, are best. <laughs> I always said something rude there. Very less than that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The glitches, yeah. Yeah. Um, quick fire questions. So yeah. I'm just going to quickly switch notes. I think I know these off the top of my head now, which is a bit much, to be honest. My answers are your these, questions. The questions. Okay. So just say the first thing that comes into your head, it's like you're in therapy, right? Okay. Baby Bell or cheese string? Baby Bell. Kinder Egg. Is it a toy or is it a chocolatey treat with a toy inside? It's a chocolate. Okay. <laughs> Very quick. Camping. You said quick. Tent or static caravan for one week? Tent. Jesus, do it okay. right. There we go. Go all in. City or countryside? Countryside. Get away from me, everyone. Chocolate or sweets? Uh, chocolate. I like the. I like to melt it in my mouth. Bath or shower? Uh, shower every single time. Okay. That's a quick fire bits. If you could go to... <laughs> if you had to go to prison... Not if you want to go. If you could go. You got paid 10K a day. Mm. But it's a maximum security prison and anything yeah. could happen to you. Cool. How long would you be willing to stay in prison? What's the maximum amount of time? Six years. Six years. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you get a meal. I don't have to worry about council tax. There's a workout thing i might get a husband there's loads of like stuff there i'd have a working shower um it's all this stuff that's very positive where in england right now the energy bills are rising everything is on the side of your landlord it would be brilliant I'd, you know six years in prison and i've come out looking amazing you can imagine i'd have tattoos i'd have mm. muscles I'd love it i'd love it just I wouldn't have to worry about I know that that is very flippantly describing something that is a yeah. very dark and deep topic to other people but in a jokey kind of way that's where yeah, we're yeah. sticking with I would say that six years in prison would make, probably be alright I'd get some reading done Yeah, I'd have a bed to myself I like that now six years is my max because you put me on the six spot years. and I just went six years six Sounds years good. six years tax evasion that's what six nice. years is there we go <laughs> um, minor inconveniences do you have anything mm. that you want to get off your chest Slightly uh, annoying things that piss you off day to day. Yeah, there's lots. Um, what what's the thing? There's lot. So I fucking hate people that say, um, "Oh, I don't understand this newfangled technology." And I don't just mean old people. I mean anyone. And it's like contactless cards. It's been around for years, mate. It's easier. 
it's more secure. The, the worst one is people that are like, oh, you're unlocking your phone with your thumb. That's not secure. Mate, your password zero, 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 zero. How is my thumb less secure than your... Yeah. My mum, right? My mum used to work for IT. She was the head of IT, yeah. Mitsubishi Electric Europe. Huge company. Yeah. And uh, she wasn't when I was growing up. She was when she was older. And she has all now, as a, a, a retired person, has her password stored in a file on her desktop marked as passwords. That is... She should know. She should know that that's bad. Yep. She can't be like, oh, I don't understand this new faculty. She used to install that new yep. faculty technology. She's doing yeah, it on yeah. purpose. So yeah, people that do that, I can't. They're like, I can't imagine those people that are dying of like food poisoning. Those cavemen that die of food. Oh, I don't understand this new faculty fire. I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. that's what I hate. That so you can see how angry it makes me. Yeah, it yeah. does, especially when people are like faffing. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yes, you did, mate. It's twenty twenty two. Yeah. Where have you been? So I had an epiphany last week for this episode and I okay. emailed my personal email address from my work email address with three words. Okay. Overly green bananas. Overly green bananas. Because you can't fucking do anything with them. You can buy them from no. the shop. Yes. But then you've got to put it in a fruit bowl as if it was at the shop and let it chill out for five days. At least. If you try and eat them, they're literally like, solid like solid. it's like trying to eat ice yeah i so, agree yeah. with you yeah and often they'll go from overly green to off mm. there's like they never get to the banana the the perfect banana stage mm. it's a pain i agree with you ben yeah. those are disgusting I'm glad there we go right last question let's do it before we get into the meal deal question of course meal deal question chris favorite free video games free video games um Currently, it is Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, which you can get, which has just come out of beta again. Because I was one of their testers last year, and um, it's like a, a. I'm not. I hate like battle royales normally, but yeah. this is like being a vampire and running around with guns in this in a in a Belgian city, and uh, it is brilliant it's so much fun i uh, really love you run up the side of buildings and being an old school geek i used to play vampire the masquerade role play game and stuff and you run up the side of buildings as a vampire and then you sat there with a sniper rifle and you've either got super strength because you're the bruja or you can turn invisible because you're in a ferratu or you can charm people because they're torridor and it's it's super super fun so you can get it on steam i agree I, it, I would have said four guys on the ps4 when it was given away a few years ago but that is vampire the masquerade blood time there you go yeah there we go fantastic so last question as we've yes. just discussed meal deal so i want to My... know your meal deal and then we want grimbles he'll, he'll tell you he's sat here waiting. Okay. Hi, okay um so i had trouble with this because i don't eat that kind of food i never have uh and i don't know any meal deals so i had to think about I, like i had to text people uh and i was like <laughs> what's what meal deals exist um and i don't really i still don't have an answer for you because i would go the way i'd do it is if i had so i'm guessing that a meal deal is like a fiver yeah that's what we have or 380 or whatever it is it's three pound at tesco's Sandwich, crisp, and drink. If you Sandwich, have a club card, if you don't have a club card, you immediately get set fire to. Okay, cool. So here's what you could. Do. Here's what I would have done with three quid. I'd go into Aldi and I'd get hummus, which is eighty p. I'd get uh, tortillas, which are eighty p. I'd get a, a a thing of a whole thing of um, a six pack of tropical 
drink, which is yeah, £1.20. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that is £3. Or that's, uh, sorry, that is uh, £2.80, £2.80 that I've just yeah. spent. And I'll go. And I, with the remaining 20p, I will get the cheapest bar of ch- white chocolate, which is my favourite. And I'll take it through the self-service. And I'll go out and I've got like a massive, beautiful meal, which is... Dur- that's my problem, is that I will always just walk in. I'll be like, how much have I got? Right, we're off to the value section. Yeah, yeah. I don't really understand. I, people have said Boots has improved, but I've never eaten. I would never go to Boots and be like, oh, yeah, I used to get my mm. film developed there. That's where I get the medication for my cystitis. That's yeah. where I'll get my meals. That's yeah, not yeah. the that's not the thought process. Yeah, but okay. no, so, yeah, Dorito. Uh, well, cheap, cheapest, mm. not the cheap, not the mega cheapest. They're the bad ones. You want the mid-range yeah. tortillas. Then caramelized onion hummus yep. and white chocolate, and then a six pack of uh, tropical drink called Tropical nice. Blast, which sounds like something you yeah. do yeah. on holiday as a romance thing. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Mid range. hear Grimbles. I do. Mid range. Yeah. You want to hear Grimbles? Grimbles, mate. You got? Have you got a meal deal? I got a meal deal. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm a bit more sophisticated. <laughs> okay, I got a meal deal. Okay, okay, what's your meal deal? I've been thinking about a lot. I eat a lot of meal deals. When do you when do you eat a lot of meal deals? You leave me alone, alone. I need to go. Okay, well, what are you eating? Is it like a space thing? Like, is it like intergalactic sandwiches? No, mate. I'm. I don't know if you know, but I'm quite good. I'm doing well. I like. I like the sushi meal deal from Waitrose. Are you middle wow. class fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the itsu. You get like a you get like a pack of California rolls and some edamame beans. And then you get some like a drink, and that's about seven pounds. But you know, one that splash out, treat yourself. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate. Jesus, is that where my money's going? No, it's the central heating. You told me it was the central heating. I think it's because you've been having it to bloody meal deals. What's going on? I haven't tried the boots one, it's a bit down market for me. Okay, you can go. You can go. Thank, thank you for everything you do, Grimbles. <laughs> He's not coming. A legend. What are you doing down there? I've fallen over. <laughs> Why does it smell of fish? That's oh, just from yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Dirty bugger. Yeah. There we go. Right. Is there anything that you want to promote? Is there anything that's coming up in the future that is... What's up? What's what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah. Um, just I think nothing's coming up other than my standard daily weekday streams and my YouTube. So you can find everything. Look, look on it's Papa Glitch underscore on mm. Twitch, annoyingly. Um, but it's probably easier if you go Chris PG.com. That's my website uh, okay. and that's got like everything on it i don't update the main page much but it's got all the links so there's going to be a lot of youtube videos and tiktok videos going up soon and that's going to be a bunch of funny stuff and and uh, among other things there's some gaming things there's some funny things uh tomorrow night i'm on oh no it doesn't matter what's happening tomorrow night because this is not going out tomorrow night no. but yeah. um, but i do regularly do video game reviews for bbc radio so okay. i can hang out and listen to that every every now and then um so- but yeah, hang out, come out and hang out with me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Papa Glitch underscore. Uh, awesome. That's it. Yeah, that's where I am. Great. Find me on Twitter. I'm hilarious on Twitter. Yeah, you upload quite frequently on Twitter. And um, love it. It's like my it's like yeah. my thought process. I use it as a notebook. Yeah, you do like a advent calendar at December as well, don't you? Like every day. Yeah, joke advent calendar. Joke advent calendar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking to you, other than on you Twitch, too? where it's just text. <laughs> and me it just is. saying mental shit and hoping that it's you'll fine. say it. So, I yeah. try to. 
<laughs> try to say as much as possible. There we it's go. Been lovely talking to you, Ben. You too. Take care and uh, keep your them out there, guys. All right. I will. Back Catch soon. you later, mate. Bye. Bye. Hello, guys. Got a new ad read for you from a company called Optimus U. Um, so they are a fitness and sportswear company. Um, they are an excellent example of how fitness and sportswear should be achieved. They are going towards the fully sustainable route, which I am well behind planting a tree and all that sort of stuff for every purchase. So I've got this to read out. I've got Optimus U. We are much more than just a sportswear brand. We are a community full of fighters for 100% of the people, absolutely zero discrimination, and only using the very, very best quality in organic, sustainable materials made ethically here in Europe. Whether you're taking your dog for a walk or hitting that new personal best in the gym, let us help you along your journey and letting you become the most optimus version of yourself. Recently got these on board because I think that Luke from Optimus U is a fantastic example of a leader and lockdown has helped him create and develop this amazing brand. Um, and they are incredibly involved, they're incredibly inclusive like I say and I cannot recommend them enough. So give them a go at optimusu.co.uk if you use my code which is bedlam10 bedlam10 you'll get 10% off your order and I, I just I think they're fantastic um, they haven't put a foot wrong truly absolutely awesome company um, I've recently been given a shirt and hoodie from them and I will be ordering some more stuff from them very very soon so shout out to Optimus U uh, right Back to the episode. Cheers, guys. Bye.